0: Now, it's the Right Hook Health Checkup, and I'm joined by Dr. Kira Kelly. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you, George. Now, I should stress here um, that you're a medical doctor.
1: I am, yes. Like,
0: you're not a PhD in mathematics, right? Like no, that.
1: I'm a medical doctor. It would All be a right. bit dodgy if we had a, a mathematician on doing this section, I, I Well, I that's what I thought.
0: I just wanted to clear it. Now, there seems to be a lot of hernias around the place, Um you do, this person, jar has acid reflux. And then from that, he's got Barrett's esophagus. He's been prescribed drugs which he has to take indefinitely. Any alternative? Because the pharmacist doesn't like PPI drugs. Right.
1: This is a great question, and I'm very pleased to, to be getting to answer it. Um, this is a question which is about. Seeing the wood for the trees. Okay, this gentleman has a hiatus hernia, which is where he has a a portion of his stomach has herniated into his into his thorax and he has acid reflux, which they kind of often go hand in hand together. So the acid from his stomach is backwashing into his esophagus. What has happened there is is that acid has damaged the lining of his esophagus and caused some dysplasia, some changes to the cells to occur a condition known as Barrett's esophagus. Are PPIs great for you in the long term? What are PPIs? PPIs are proton pump inhibitors like Losec and Nexium and Proteum and Zotan and lots of people will be on them or a generic version of them. And are they great for you long term? No, they're not ideal for you long term for a lot of different things. But here's the thing. Barrett's esophagus, and I'm not trying to alarm our listener, but it is a precancerous condition it is monitored closely because you can get esophageal cancer that starts as Barrett's esophagus so the fact that PPIs are not the best drug in the world they're not the worst drug either of course but the fact that they're not the best drug in the world is neither here nor there because the important thing here is is that the acid is suppressed so that his esophagus is not being constantly okay. washed with right. it and damaged and and this, what I mean by wood for the trees is a lot of people and no disrespect to pharmacists but a lot of people who aren't actually doctors who know quite a lot about stuff don't always get the big Big picture, and this guy okay. needs to take these for the rest of his life to stop him from getting okay. a very nasty right. condition. You were
0: doing really well there until you got the old medical god complex again, <laughs> in which you said, Goddess, surely. Ph- pharmacists know nothing. No, Only, pharmacists us know sto- lots of things. Only us doctors know what's Pharmacists best know lots of things. Anyway, But any
1: pharmacist p- who told him, Oh, I'd be worried about you being on the PPI without realising that yeah. he's on the PPI to save his life, is making a mistake. Right.
0: I had a hernia operation ten years ago. no constant pain in the area where the mesh was, okay. because they put a mesh in yeah, yeah. To, to put a hole to keep the hernia from sticking out.
1: Yes, and it is not that unusual to have to go in again. For those of you who don't know what a hernia is, a hernia is where a weakness in the Inner wall of the abdomen. So your your abdomen, when you're looking at down at your at your stomach, has lots and lots of layers. It has skin. It has fat. It has muscle. It has fascia. And the
0: thing just comes through a hole and sticks out. It does. It doesn't break. Do you break. want me to show it to you? No, no, thank you. I have you. one. I no, can show I did, you. no, really, really, no, no, no. no.
1: I'm closing my eyes. I'm cl- no, you can't see me, listeners, but my I eyes are now closed. I'm refusing you. to look at George.
0: But a very wise doctor said to me, and this is why I asked the question about the man with the mesh. A very man, wise man said to me, "Don't worry about it, George."
1: Well, there is an argument for not worrying about it. It's not sinister. The thing about hernia is the is,
0: slurping <laughs> you're hearing on your microphone is Kira Kelly drinking tea. One. It's
1: just to keep my voice going. Here's the thing. Sometimes the meshes have to be gone in and repaired because um, very often, and we, this guy hasn't said where his hernia is, but a lot of people would get inguinal hernias, which is hernias at, at their groin or the top of their legs. But another really common place is epigastric hernias. Hernias in your upper abdomen. This is the, the one
0: I was trying to exactly, show you. And exactly, exactly. And see they it.
1: rupture again very commonly. And it's a bit like... How they fix a hernia because you have this weakness as I said in the inner wall and everything kind of bulges through and it never breaks through the skin don't be afraid but it does start to, to bulge out yeah. from the line of your abdomen um, and they put what's more or less like a, a puncture repair kit over it a big big, yeah, big a big mesh, right. to a sw- mesh yeah. exactly to squash it down but particularly if people put on weight or sometimes unfortunately if they have bad chest infections and are coughing all the time for example they can rupture the mesh and if it's still painful in the same area even though you've had it repaired you may need to have it looked at again
0: Alright okay but you could finish up like alien Do you remember an alien You're where the alien jumped out of the fella's stomach
1: that's not going to happen listeners okay I <laughs> okay, was just
0: wondering uh, yeah now I'm worried about this one I must say I'm getting numbness the listener says in my Face and cheeks regularly, even when I'm just sitting down. No other symptoms. Could this not be neuralgia or one of these kind of things? Well, it's
1: certainly something neurological, George. As to why they have a neurological symptom in the face, we don't we don't know, and we can't know from this text. Neuralgia, th- what it means is is nerve pain. So so that's numbness is not neuralgia. But it's in the same family of something going on. And and you have these facial nerves. You have a nerve that runs along your cheek um, called your facial nerve. You have a nerve that has branches kind of in your in your forehead and your cheek and near your chin called your trigeminal nerve. So there's various nerves that innervate your face. And something is going on here for this this person where something is being kind of affected in some way. I would suggest that this person needs to go and have a, a, a chat with their GP and just to see what's okay. what's going on, because. Is it a normal symptom? No, it's not. But it, it, it doesn't... Not not everything is sinister or bad, okay. but I, I would suggest it might be worth okay. looking at. It
0: seems that you've changed the habit of a lifetime and have not done any sort of sinister, bad or crisis stuff. I Can I do a bit of crisis go stuff? On, go for it. You can get this neuralgia stuff and your face kind of drops and you you suddenly your mouth is kind of crooked and all that sort of stuff.
1: Well, well you can. You can, Well, you can, but that there's... there's generally speaking three reasons why that would happen one is you've had a stroke and, that, and that, I know, that, that but this do. is the a transient version of that can be a mini stroke or a TIA but people also get things like Bell's, Bell's that's palsy that's what you're talking yeah. about George
0: I was hoping you'd remember I, I hadn't forgotten no but um, I had forgotten yeah, that's the and point Bell's
1: I mean. and Bell's yeah. palsy and there are things that can be done for things like Bell's palsy um, people get physio to their face for it sometimes people take steroids for a period of time to, to make sure that the side effects of it are not as, as nasty so there's various things but definitely this person person has a neurological symptom th- okay. that is unexplained in, in the text, I think they need to be reviewed. Well, you
0: do, to be fair. If you have something unexplained, you yeah. should go. Now, this one worries me because the, her husband is only 38, diagnosed with melanoma. Now, melanoma is skin cancer, isn't it? It is, yeah. But it's usually in the shape like you have a, a wart or a, or a something on your skin the classic, and they're removing.
1: C- classic melanoma and it, it, it can occur not in your skin. Sometimes people get them behind their eye, in the back of their eye, or yeah. I, I, in, you know, it might be inside their mouth or that. But a classic melanoma um, is a blackish skin lesion. It's a very dark coloured skin lesion. So it wouldn't look like your typical wart, George. It would be a bluey, blacky, very dark, browny colour, often an irregular shaped. Um, yeah,
0: I know. What's the word I'm using here? It's not a wart. There's not A mole. A mole. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But
1: but yes, yeah, some, and some moles can become a uh, melanoma, but they're often. Um, bluey, blacky, very dark, yeah. irregular shape, new onset, all, all right. that kind of stuff.
0: But the point is for this lady, you know, she, understandably, she's worried sick. Yeah. I mean, there's a diagnosis here. This isn't, I read in a book, this is a diagnosis. Of cor- what do you
1: do now? Well, of course she's, well, well, I, well, I can only presume it, what she said was sort of two different issues. She was talking about her husband having it and then she was wondering about getting herself, I think, mole mapped. Mole mapping is where you attend... Uh, a dermatologist and they look at your skin that you strip off naked you lie up on the bed and they kind of go over you with a microscope and they look at every little lump and bump and dot and coloured lesion on you and they sort of say that's I okay that's not okay I should have
0: done that the time I went up to see my dermatologist
1: yeah you could have done George And but
0: be, I don't have any moles so what would she be doing then what would she be looking for that?
1: I'd say she'd be just rolling her eyes well, could off, offering it up i no say but the point
0: is could you have melanoma without necessarily having a wart or a mole
1: you could yeah yeah you could could um, and the thing is this is, is, is melanoma is a serious condition lots of skin cancers are not as bad as other you know they're, they're not the, they're not the worst thing to get but melanoma can be very nasty what will have to happen obviously to this lady's husband is you'll need to have surgery to remove it and all that kind of stuff and that that, that has to happen all right, okay. Um, just for people listening in general who don't have melanomas mostly they're associated with with sun damage to your skin people please wear skin sun factors it's very important we have naturally fair skin in Ireland and we tend to go out yeah. and roast ourselves and get sunburnt on, on the odd sunny day right. and we pay for it and we have one of the highest rates of melanoma in the world in I this country the Australians we wrong. have per capita hey, a Australia's. higher rate even though they're sitting under a hole in the ozone right. So, so that just shows you that we're not looking after our skins properly
0: Alright, Simon doesn't begrudge the good doctor uh, a drink of tea but how the hell did she manage to take tea drink tea and keep talking without missing a beat? This is because this programme is essentially ventriloquism by me <laughs> and Kira Kelly is in fact a wooden doll and, and simply speaks and I do the ventriloquism stuff and one of the eight skills of ventriloquism is to be able to do it while drinking tea And Now, it, here's another worried one Talk about MS symptoms, will yeah. you? 39, this person is tremor in the hand, now the finger, then legs and thighs, disorientation when walking, tired all the time, doesn't sleep great. Now that's really worrying.
1: It is. And you know what? It's It's. And no disrespect to how capable you are, George, or how capable I am. This is somebody with a, with a basket of symptoms and, and yeah. they need to go and be seen. Because I mean, you know, tremors, funny things in the thighs, disorientated, tired all the time. This may not be MS. and And this person is clearly now focusing on MS and yeah. worrying about MS. And very often, to be honest, when people come in with a basket of symptoms, they have totally misdiagnosed themselves. And sometimes all they're suffering from is anxiety, which has become really difficult. And, and every time they move, they're getting a twitch or they're getting a uh, pins and needles or they're getting symptoms that can be caused by anxiety. And now they have themselves almost dead and buried. It's oh not bad. that hard to diagnose MS. And if you were lucky enough to have it, um, getting it identified and getting on treatment should you need some early is a, is a good thing. So so there's never a reason to postpone those kinds of, uh, of diagnoses. But here's the thing. Most people don't present with with this basket of symptom with MS. I, I can't say that nobody does because they, these are neurological symptoms, but most people don't. And any any person I have ever okay. diagnosed with MS or, or been involved in the diagnosis of hasn't looked exactly like this. All right,
0: but this person is it's, it's this is one of these rare occasions, and uh, it's worth spending mm, sixty quid to your GP. Uh,
1: not rare at all. But my feeling about is is this is I I would suggest tired all the time, a little bit shaky, a little bit woozy, a little bit off. There could be all sorts of reasons causing this. They could have a, a vitamin deficiency. They could have a thyroid problem. They could have all sorts of things. Go and get a set of bloods done. Go and have a chat with somebody. It's probably not MS. And do let us know because we like right. getting the feedback. But we're not going to attempt to diagnose this over the airways.
0: All right. It's Kira it's Kelly. Dr. Kira Kelly with the right Hook Health Check. I'll be questions to by text to 53106 if 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 we don't get them today, to them today, we get to them next week you can tweet them if you want to at Hook. now this is an interesting one I'm very bad at chewing my food, truthfully and there, there's a famous well documented case of me before an international in Montrose like almost choking to death after a delightful dish of steak and kidney pie However, this 59-year-old has consistently problems with swallowing, graphically described as having a piece of, like f- having a piece of bread in your throat and to feel you have to push down. Yeah. Um, now, that he says maybe I'm not chewing enough, but that I, that doesn't sound like that problem to n- me.
1: No, um this is this is pattern who's having difficulty swallowing. Um there's loads of reasons why you might have difficulty are swallowing. There? Yes, there are. There's loads of reasons Um, but nonetheless he absolutely 100% needs an endoscopy he needs a camera down to have a look because Difficulty swallowing is one of our what we would call red flag symptoms. So it, cu- it could be that there's something going is on. Is this a
0: esophagus stuff again.
1: This is esophagus stuff again. And there could be problems, but there could equally be that he has a thing called a pharyngeal pouch. He might have an esophageal. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Stu- what's a pharyngeal pouch? A pharyngeal pouch
1: is where you have like a little pocket sitting in the back of your pharynx and things get stuck in it. Oh. And it's totally innocent. It's just a little blind alley off the back of your throat, but it causes you problems. And can you cut it out? You now? can have surgery to repair it. Yes, you can. You could have an esophageal stricture. So he could have a tight band. of of scarring or fibrosed tissue um, within the esophagus that's causing that. He could have an esophageal ring. He could have all sorts of things. But equally, it is one of the red flag symptoms for esophageal cancer. And the only reason we're floating that is not to alarm, Pat, because we're not remotely saying that. But what we're saying is every single person listening who has difficulty swallowing on an ongoing basis needs to have a camera down, an OGD, an endoscopy performed.
0: All right. okay. not that Kerry Kelly would ever Give a, a crisis answer. Um, I'm going to. I'm entitled to one glass of One I'll general. drink my tea. Dave got a bang in the head playing rugby yesterday. Played on, he did. Um, I feel fine. I've had headaches today, and I'm wondering if this is a cause for concern Uh, as I have a game next weekend. You dozy listener, you David. You do not play rugby. You don't train. You don't watch videos. You don't sit in bright lights for the next three weeks. Uh,
1: You you took the words
0: right out of my mouth. Next question.
1: we got to mind the head injuries and we're very, yeah. very
0: foolhardy about them, aren't we? Yeah, and I mean, I've given them a hard time. But you have to be hard on it because it's real danger. The lads in the club say, we've a vital next oh, week. Oh, absolutely. To, uh, we need and to. we're
1: under-diagnosing it still all the time. We're not yeah. over-diagnosing it. So watch so. your heads. It's very, it's, it's good advice from Dr Hook.
0: Adam in Dublin I stub my toe all the time because I've
1: done it myself a few times
0: yeah because I like to walk around the house in a in a state of uh, undress
1: yes in a kimono but, I believe and
0: I just stub my toe but this fellow is still getting pains he could conceivably have broken his toe he
1: could have so easily broken his toe yeah you're you're the the, um, bones in your toes are a bit like chicken bones. They're tiny, tiny little bones. And if you give a good kick off the leg of a chair or whatever, I've broken three toes this day. Will I show you my toes? No, no no. Well, I
0: do want to show you this. Please
1: don't show me anything.
0: I won't take my shoe off. I won't take my shoe or sock off.
1: What are you going to show me?
0: Well if you I'm not paid them, enough for just this shirt. look at this left shoe, you can see the bulge where the toe is, right now, what happens is people break their toes all the time they do they do they don't get them looked at and then what happens in later life is you' have a deformed toe, which means the shoes don't fit properly.
1: Yes, but to be honest, even if you never broke your toes, your toes deform over the course of your life. Anyway, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. And even if you do get your toe looked at and it is broken,
0: you won't do anything. We don't
1: do a huge amount for unless it's broken in a particular way. So, so it's it's worthwhile maybe getting it looked at, But the treatments are are rest your toes. You know oh, what I mean. So I
0: speak to a very, I spoke to a very clever doctor. Uh, did you? Recently, yeah, Where did about you find one of those? In Bermuda. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it was about this toe of mine where I, my shoes don't fit. Like certain shoes just don't fit because it's deformed. She said that you can get, uh, you can cut. The artery, not the artery, but the tendon. So the toe now flops down more, and you get more space in the foot. Is you,
1: that right? You can. You can. There's got
0: to be a ton of people out there with deformed toes.
1: I would say over a certain age, the majority of people's toes are a bit wonky, and and that's just the reality of living your life. Well, do you agree around. with the cut
0: the tendon? Well, you
1: can do because if you cut, for example, if your if your toe and I just saw your your toe there. Thanks for that. But it was, it, it, it's, it, it, the knuckle is pointing kind of upwards. Yes. If you cut the flexor tendon, which is the one underneath your toe, that will release the toe and make it flatter. And it might give you a bit of comfort if it's bothering you unduly. How it bothers people mostly is their toes starts rubbing, it gets corns. But then if you're somebody like a diabetic, you can get ulcers and all those types yeah. of things. So there are problems is, with toes. It,
0: yeah, like it sounds quite simple, but it can be quite serious. That's the it point I'm trying to make. But,
1: but Your feet in general over time become a bit bashed up because of just being walked on for the whole of your life. Even without breaking, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, what about uh, this uh, female in in, uh, Wicklow's, 41? She exercises, she doesn't smoke, but for three years she's had head and neck pain, burning at the top of the scalp, severe tenderness behind the ears and at the base of the skull. Had an MRI, all clear. Had blood tests, all clear. So, now what? She has nowhere to go.
1: It's a very interesting question because when she says burning pain, burning pain in general, George, means nerve pain. People, when they're describing having burning pain or or nerve pain, whether they describe it as a burning, intractable pain and it doesn't necessarily. She can't even
0: wear glasses. Yeah,
1: it doesn't necessarily respond to the same um, medications like anti-inflammatory. She's getting very limited effect from anti-inflammatory, very limited benefit from physio. Interesting that the MRI is clear, which means it doesn't really look like what's happening to her is a trapped nerve coming from her neck or anything. Based on what she's telling us, we we, we only yeah. have what they tell us to base it on. I think what she should be looking at is is managing her pain through a different class of drugs not um, anti-inflammatories but something specifically for nerve pain and that class of drugs does exist and that she would be looking at something like that that might help her because this is obviously really bothering her and she's finding it very difficult to do all sorts of things and she says "But I'm, she maybe answered it's very this. difficult to live with you know what I mean and all yeah. this kind of stuff but she
0: does maybe answer the question at the end
1: where she talks about having uh, uh, tension.
0: No, she says, could it be hormonal? Couldn't this be the dreaded, whatchamacallit?
1: The menopause. Yeah. She's only 41, so she's 10 years early. It's not impossible, oh, right. but it's unlikely. And burning pain in the top of your head is not really a symptom of the menopause, George. It's not. No, the menopause is not not quite as as esoteric <laughs> as you might imagine. It's There's <laughs> kind of a, a catchment of, 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 of symptoms and right. that's not one of them. I would suggest she needs to go and try some pain medication specifically for nerve pain and we don't know why she's having this why she has this neuralgia to use your word from earlier but that's what it sounds like and she needs a different type of medication
0: now when I was in America it was amazing the number of people who used to tell me they suffered from lupus I didn't even know what lupus is to this very day I don't know what lupus is but I have a a listener who says my husband has lupus and um, should I have children tested is this passed on
1: well, it, it certainly runs in families, but it isn't sort of like just because he has it, that they will definitely have it or anything like well, that. But can you test them? Well, the the tests you can do auto antibody screens for for, for lupus. All right, lupus is, is an auto anti and an autoimmune condition, and it attacks various systems in the body. So it's associated with rashes, uh, fatigue, joint pain, and 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 other sorts of those are the kind of commonest ones. But but. It's a basket of symptoms that makes people feel a bit wrecked and it can cause problems. And, and yes, there can be damage done if it isn't treated properly. Um, I would suggest, depending on their age, not bothering. Uh, you know, if if, if our kids are, are, are eight and seven, I wouldn't be bothered. If they're in their teens, I wouldn't be bothered. If they're in their twenties, I wouldn't be bothered. If they're older, if they're starting to get into their thirties, I would start to consider okay looking at things but like that. But you can check because, it ahead of Because they're so unlikely to have any kind of symptoms or problems in their youth that I wouldn't necessarily give them the, the hassle of having it hanging over them. Do you, do you know what I mean? So I mm. would suggest the, the thing to do is maybe when they're in their early adulthood, maybe in their 30s, maybe it would be reasonable right. to look at it then. But I wouldn't be, be leaping to do anything about it other than that.
0: All right. L- last week again, I like you just dismiss me. It's a wonder I'm still here on Mondays. Like you be, 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 the way you dismiss my ideas. Like, but last week I said dear, running on sand was a good idea, which yep. you poo pooed immediately. Despite her belly winning the fifteen hundred. I, I remember it differently,
1: row. but but do go on.
0: Anyway, Dolan and Cork comes in on my side. He said, "Red Rum, the horse had tendonitis." Then when the new trainer got him. He had him running on the sand. Red Rum's uh, tendonitis disappeared, and he won Grand Nationals like there was no tomorrow. So, running on sand's a great idea. And just before you go, the dreaded Veruca. Oh yeah, can we ever get rid of these things?
1: We can, but I do feel sympathy for anyone who, who, who texts yeah. in about it because they take ages to go, like ten it, years. And it, well, it shouldn't take ten years. All the
0: sixty quids he spent on his GP didn't do him much good
1: here's the thing about the the dreaded veruca. You have to be really, it's a bit like funguses, you have to be really persistent in your treatment. Supposing you do go and have it frozen off, but then you don't come back for the second treatment for six months, then then you might as well have wasted the first treatment. You need to, Keep at it. If you're having it frozen off, you need to keep at it for probably every three weeks having it frozen off, and it could be for three or well, four well, months. What's this duct
0: tape horsman? No,
1: it's not horseman' Duct tape, and because there's lots of studies that show this, duct tape is the same thing you buy in the hardware store to use in your plumbing. Right? You go and you buy it. It's waterproof tape. You stick it on on top of of the veruca, and you suffocate uh, it. Now, here's the thing. You
0: hurry. I have to go.
1: Pumice stone. You get get the kind of horny hard skin off the top of it, and go down to the what we say it's a bit disgusting, but down the bloody stump get down to the roots of that a little black dots and a bit of blood and then you slap your duct tape on and you leave it on for 36 um, hours out of 48 that's what right, I would suggest do you want
0: me to show you my black dots I don't no, want to see it no no no, no. no, no. I All have right, to go